Push record. Okay. There we go. Okay, fine. Okay, let's go. Ayn Zayn Amur Alf. Today is August, August, January 18th. And we're sitting. Buenos dias. Como estas? Dame, dame un café, por favor. Si. Quieres café? No. Yeah, yeah, si. Si, dos, por favor. Con leche, si. Con, yeah. Leche de vaca. Ah. Leche caliente? Yeah. Okay, bueno. Y azúcar? Si, yo la traigo ahora. Okay, bueno. Gracias. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yalla, let's go. So yesterday we were talking about, actually yesterday, two days ago, right, in the last recording that we did before we, we traveled, that uh, there was a Rabbi Shimon telling us that uh, he holds Kol HaOmed Kizaruk, Lizrok Kizaruk Dami, and he holds Kol HaOmed Livdot Kipadui Dami. And we found the source for Kol HaOmed Lizrok Kizaruk Dami, right? And then we came to the Pidyon, we said it was... Uh, the, it was the uh, para para metame tumat ochlin para aduma, right? Can can be received tumat ochalin even though it's not an edible. We don't eat it. Why? Because it had shata kosher. When you slaughter it, however, aita la shata kosher ve'amar eshlakish, right? Eshlakish on the top of ayin zayin amud bet. That's what we're starting from because we just right. Ve'amar eshlakish hayar bishim on omer hayar bishim on para nifdit al gabem ma'arachta. Hey Joe. Says so the once said that the Pana Aduma could even be redeemed on top of the pyre where they would burn Pana Aduma. So the process of Pana Aduma was done outside Beit Hamikdash on Harazetim, and uh, the Kohen Gadol would stand over there where they would slaughter the Pana and burn the Pana facing the Beit Hamikdash outside. And Reish uh, Lakish, look at over here on the top, says Ve'amar Reish Lakish Rashi what, what, what time are you talking about that the para aduma was readily available to eat? Because you're telling me it has, it has tumat okhli, right? It has to be able to, to be able to receive tumat for food. So it's Omer, Ayar Bishimon, para nifdit afilu nishheta, even if it was slaughtered, al marakta ki mishpat. Properly, everything's done proper, right? Right? Meaning, what would be saying? The Bishop was saying, I mean, the saying, you know what the Bishop would say? You found a better para aduma. You're in the middle of the process and you get the phone call buzzing. Hey, oh, stop, stop. Right? Para aduma, better. Zoi shata kosher shela. Okay. Because once, because it was potentially possible to be redeemed, and when it was going to be redeemed, what was going to happen to it? It was going to turn to food. What are you going to do with it? It was slaughtered already before you burnt it, right? So it was going to be food. Ah. So the fact that it could be redeemed. So we treat it like it was redeemed. If we have kosher, and that's the bishum, that's the bishumon saying, right? That that the kol almed liftot kipadui dami. Okay, alma kol almed liftot kipadui dami. Period. Gemara. Bishlema. Now, so we had two opinions. If you remember over here back on the the bishumon was in the mishnah, right? And the bishumon told us in the mishnah. Let's just quote his words exactly. It's on. Yeah. Let's get the Mishnah for us, just because over here, because we had a mahluk about Rabbi Shimon, how to understand Rabbi Shimon between Rabbi Yohanan and Reish Lakish. If you remember, Rabbi Yohanan told us that Rabbi Shimon was talking about paying the Arba Hamisha is because you slaughtered Timimim inside the, right, inside the uh, Beit HaMikdash. You stole the guy's Korban, and you slaughtered it for him inside L'Shem Ba'alim, inside Beit HaMikdash, and therefore... You're going to pay the four and five. Right? That, that was that was the Biyo Hanan. And, and, and Nishakish says, no, you were Shohet Ba'almun Bahuts. Right? That was the Nishakish. What was the what was the Bishimon's opinion? Where's the Mishnah? I don't find it over here. Say that. Loro'e, Loro'e. 
Okay, whatever. So that they have a machlok in Bishmon and Lakish, right? That um, that the uh, Biyohanan's opinion on the Bishmon was that he was talking about paying four and five. Why? Because you shohayet temimim bifnim, and Lakish says no. You shohayet ba'amun ba'chutz. So the man wants to know what, what the problem with each one of the other opinions was that you had to switch your opinion, right? So the Biyohanan lo amar kiri Bishmon, Bishmon the Biyohanan lo amar kiri Bishmon ben Lakish. Why? The kabbalah ukla mitpin afilu betimimin. Uh, what, I, have to, I have to limit the Mishnah's case to a case of only a korban that got a ba'amum? No. I, I don't disagree with you, but it, it could be also that it was tamim uh, inside, right? What's the problem, Mishnah Kish, with Biyohanan's answer? Saying that the guy was like Jesse said, Hasid Shoteh, he was nishohet, right? Timimim, inside the Shem Ba'alim. Amalecha, because Biyohanan, Mishnah Kish answers back, no, no, it can't be. Why? Period. between the tavachu macha, right? That that the the ganav who steals it or sells it, slaughters it, steals it first, then slaughters or sells. That's what he's going to pay four and five. And Ishlakish says it has to be a potential to fulfill either or, tivicha or mechira. And then we can pay four and five. But if you can't fulfill the tivicha or the mechira, both, then you can't pay, we can't have only one of the two options. So if you stole a korban, right? And now I have this guy's korban. So can I sell the korban? No, it's never going to get sold because it belongs to the shamayim. So if I can't sell it, then I can't be chayaf for slaughtering it either. So according to According, so according to Rabbi Yohanan, no, it doesn't make a difference. I only need have, I only have one option. I don't need both. Uh, but I, if I, uh, according to the Shakish, I have to have the potential to fulfill or to vicha or mechira. And since I can't fulfill mechira for a korban that has no mum, can't sell it, no such thing, right? If his soul is not sold, so then I can't be chayav for the tvicha. So I can't explain it like you, Rabbi Yohanan, who says slaughtering l'shem ba'alim b'fnim when it was tamim. There's no mechira on that kind of an animal, and therefore I can't be chayav for the tvicha either. That's Reish Lakish. Good. And obviously, Rabbi Hanan says, no, I don't have to, it's an either or scenario. As long as I can fulfill either the Tivicha or the Mechira. So if I did Fadla, you want to join us? All the Tivicha or the Mechira, then I'm going to be Chayav. Good. Mahloket. Ma says, Ve'az du l'ta'amayhu. Okay? Come sit, Joe. You want to sit there? Sit there, whatever you want. Either side, whatever you like better. Come sit. Come. I have over here Joseph Franco, Big David Franco's son. Right? Yes. Okay. So here we go. So I'm going to fill you in for one second. All right? You know when the, the Torah says when a ganav steals uh, an animal, either an ox or a sheep, and he steals the animal and then he sells it or slaughters it, the Torah says you pay four times or five times. You have to pay right? Pasuk. Right? You know the pasuk. Good. Good. But so we have a machlok between Rabbi Hanan and Ishlakish right now. Okay? Rabbi Hanan says, as long as I can fulfill one of the requirements, either selling the animal or slaughtering the animal, I can be chayav to pay four or five times. I don't have to have the ability to, to fulfill both selling and slaughtering on this animal. Uh, selling, and, uh, yeah, uh, selling and slaughtering. According to Ishlakish, no. The Pasuk says, Tavah Omachar. 
and therefore there's a hekesh, there's a connection between the slaughtering and the selling, you have to be able to, see, to steal both, or either slaughter or sell the animal to be chayav. Example, what's the difference in Mahalokit? An animal that was a korban. The ganav steals an animal that was a, supposed to be a korban. And now he goes and he slaughters the animal, okay? And he does the slaughters and in the Beit HaMikdash, it, with the intention that it should fulfill the requirement of the original owner of the animal that he stole. So Reish Lakish says, sorry, you can't be chayav four and five for that. Why? Because you can't sell in a korban. If you sell a korban, it's not sold. It's no such thing. It belongs to Hashem already. And therefore you can never sell it. So if you can't sell it, you can't be chayav for slaughtering it. And therefore you don't pay four or five. And Rabbi Hanan says, I don't need to fulfill both. I need to fulfill either or. Either sell or slaughter. And since I could slaughter it, I could be chayav. Good. That's where we are. Good. Good. Okay. V'azdul ta'amayu. Give a little recap there for you, Joe. Now you know we're flying. V'azdul ta'amayu. Okay. Now we're going to say that Rabbi Hanan and Ishtakish are following the opinions, their opinion that they just stated. They're following the same opinion elsewhere. Okay. Where, where did it come from? The itman. Let's do the case. Hamukher terefa. A person who sells an animal that has a blemish, right? That the animal is going to die within 12 months. It's called terefa. You're not allowed to eat it. It's unkosher. Right? Now, according to the Bishimon's opinion now. Now, I had an animal. Here we go. I stole this animal from somebody. Good? Turned out the animal was a terefa. Nobody knew because it has an internal blemish. Now, good. According to the Bishimon, Correct, because they shall, we'll see right now. Why did I not that? Why I steal the I steal this animal? Now the Rabbi Shimon, we're throwing the Rabbi Shimon's opinion into into this uh, mix over here, because the Rabbi Shimon holds shechita she'ena reuya lashma shechita. If, I, if a, a shechita that was done either improperly or doesn't result in the in the uh, um, the uh, the uh, ability to eat the, the meat, then it's not called shechita. So if I stole a terefa. And I slaughtered the terefa properly, but I found that it's a terefa. It had a blemish internally. Now, now I'm not allowed to eat the meat. According to the Bishon, that's not called shechita anymore. So now, if I stole this animal, it was an ox, and I stole it from somebody, and I slaughtered it, and I found that it's a terefa, according to the Bishon, I shouldn't be chayav to pay four and five because I didn't slaughter the animal because it's not called shechita. It's only shechita when I can eat from the animal, right? Okay, so this is what happens now. You got me, Joe? Good. Here we go. Ve'azdu ta'amayu. Okay, someone who sold a terefa animal, according to the Bishimon's opinion, that says that shechita she'ena re'uya is not shechita. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Hayav. Rabbi Yochanan says, I don't care. It doesn't make it because I could since I could sell it. I, doesn't matter as long as I can sell, I can sell the animal, right? So I can be Hayav for the slaughtering, right? So Rabbi Yochanan Amar Hayav. Reish Amar Patur. Rishikish says, no, no, you're patur for that. Yeah, because I, slaughtering is not slaughtering. If I can't, even, so if I sell it, even if I sell it, according to the Biyohanan, okay? Yeah. I mean, according to the Shlakish, even if I sell the animal, since I can't slaughter it, because the slaughtering will result in un, 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 unable to eat, so then even the selling is not going to make me chayaf. So according to the Biyohanan, I'd be chayaf for selling the terefa, and according to the Shlakish, I'd be patur for selling the terefa. Good? Okay, good. Right? Since uh, doesn't make you right, I agree. Obviously, if I slaughter it, I can't eat it because it's terefa. Everyone agrees. Even you can't eat it terefa, but it doesn't matter because since I could sell it, so then I can be chayav for the slaughtering also. So if I slaughter, if I sold it, I'm going to be chayav. But Eshlakish Amar, no, you sold the terefa patur. Since you can't sell it, since you can't slaughter it, because it will never result in proper slaughtering, because the animal is a terefa, so then you can't sell it either. You're never going to be chayav according to Reish Lakish, ever. Okay. So now here we go. Reish Lakish is going to challenge Reish Lakish. 
Good. Ganav kilayim. Now, what's kilayim? What's kilayim, Joe? Kilayim. A mixed for food. There's also kilayim for animals now. You're right. Mixture. Kilayim means a mixture. So now I have an animal that's kilayim. It was a result of a mixture. Look at Ashi. Now she says, Ganav kilayim mikivsa v'tayish ba. I have a female sheep and a male goat. They made it together and produced this animal that's a mixture of a sheep and a goat. It's called a kilayim. It's a mixture. Now, ve'af al-gav d'chamirim rashi. Af al-gav d'chitiv gabet tevicha se. Right? Because it says, ve'ganav shor o se. Right? So when the pasuk talks about stealing the ox or the sheep, it says se. Ve'ama rava l'kaman. Rava is going to say, coming up at the bottom of the Darei's daf, kol makom she'ne'emar se. Anytime the Torah uses the word se, it means davka, a sheep, or a goat, but not a mixture of a sheep and a goat. This is a mixture. So even though now, she's presenting a question that should be asked. The Torah pasuk about theft says, v'ganav shor o se. Now se, Rava's going to tell us in a minute, anytime you see the word se, kilayim is excluded. It's not going to be included, which means when it comes to the, the law of paying for you can't pay four for a kilayim because the pasuk says seh and Rava says seh is only seh, not kilayim. Okay? Koma koshen emar said, en kilayim b'mashma, hacha over here, but guess what? Regarding the payment of four or five, mechayev, it's going to be chayav anyway. Even though seh normally excludes kilayim, why is it going to be included? The itrebe behed kaman. We're going to see there's extra words in the pasuk and we're going to include kilayim in the law of four and five payments. So over here, ganav kilayim. Okay, so she was preempting a question. What do you mean kilayim? It says, say, you shouldn't have anything to do with four and five. No, no, no. It's coming. We're going to add the kilayim back into the four and five law. Good. So the guy stole this kilayim. Good. So uh, where are we now? Back and find the Magbana. Uh, I got to find my place. Ganav kilayim. Utevacha. Right? Utevacha terefa. Okay? And he slaughtered it, but he messed up the slaughtering. Okay? He messed up the slaughtering and turned it into a terefa. Okay, he slaughtered improperly. Whatever you want to do, one of many many ways to mess up slaughtering, he messed it up somehow. Good, and uh, and now the animal is terefa. You're not allowed to eat it anymore. And that what he do? Umechara. He sold it. So here's one of the hazid. The guy's ganav, right? He said, "Oh, Leah, I, I was going to make myself a barbecue." So he messed but, up but, slaughtering. We just figured out it's not taref. I think I, I think he messed it up. Utevacha terefa. Because why would I have to do that? I, th- I think so. It could, I mean, it could be that it was a terefa after. It could be either way, in, in a khanami, but right. So, you're right, Jesse, technically, it doesn't have to be that he messed up the story. It could be the animal could be the terefa from before. But then I would have said, ganav kilayim terefa, right? Okay. found it Found out to be a terefa. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I could live with that also. It's a, I don't think it makes a big difference. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. Umechara, he sells it. So now he has this, this meat that's not in the to eat, because it's terefa. So you're going to find his friend, the neighbor of the goy. says, you want a good deal here? I have some, uh, have some steaks over here. You want to pay me? Uh, Fadal, I sell you the meats. Good. So he sold it now. Says the Baraita, Mishalem Tashlume Arba'a V'chamisha. Period. You pay four and five for it. So it was, it was a kilayim that was... Good. That's exactly what it's going to be. It's a contradiction to Resh Lakish. Good. It's a contradiction to Resh Lakish. My love, Rabbi Shimon, he... Isn't, now, first of all, isn't this Rabbi? Because it doesn't say, it doesn't have an author. This Baraita doesn't have an author. The assumption is right now it's Rabbi Shimon. And we'll see why is it, why is it going to be Rabbi Shimon in a minute. But that's the assumption. And therefore, it's Rabbi Shimon. Alma af al-gav de leta betivicha ita be 
even though the slaughtering is no good because it was a terefa, you're not going to be chayav for that according to the Tanesh Lakish, but you're still chayav for selling it, four or five. So you see that you could be chayav for the tivicha even without being possible to make the, uh, to be able to sell, right? You could be chayav for the selling even though you couldn't slaughter it because it was terefa. Amar lelo. Tanesh Lakish answers back, no. Rabbanan. This baraita is not a bishimon. It's chachamim. The Bishimon is of the opinion that Shechita She'ena Re'uya is not Shechita. But Chachamim disagree with the Bishimon. They don't care if it's Re'uya or not. I don't care if you could eat it. Did you slaughter it? You slaughtered it. So you chayav. I don't care if you, you, know, you, tenefad, you can't eat it. Taflak. You still slaughtered it. Still caught slaughtering. So according to Chachamim, this Baraita makes sense. According to Reish Lakish, it's a problem. So Reish Lakish says, no, no, this is not a Bishimon. It's Chachamim. Okay. Eat a banan if it's Chachamim. The Baraita said, let's go back and look at the words carefully. Notice what the Baraita said. The Baraita said like this. Sorry, okay, so this is what I did. I, I, I read the Baraita wrong the first time. There's two cases in the Baraita. I stole an animal, right? That was kilayim and I slaughtered it. Or I stole a terefa and I sold it. There's two cases here. Okay? So I stole the kilayim and slaughtered it. Now that would be kosher. That's a regular, that's a regular t- t- slaughter. No problem. Kosher. T- I pay four and five. I stole a terefa and sold it. I pay four and five. Oh, terefa and sold it. My love, the Rebishim on, right? Terefa sold, pay four five. Oh, but I can't slaughter the terefa. I still pay four five. This is a challenge to Reish Lakish. Supports Rebbe Yohanan. Says Lakish, no, no, no. The Baraita is Chachamim. So when I says, oh, this is Chachamim. So if it's Chachamim, so why is it Davka pointing to terefa and sold? Because if it's Chachamim, terefa and slaughter also makes you Chayav. Why do I have to specify terefa sold? Right? It must be, it's pointed to Rabbi Shimon's opinion, who makes a distinction between selling and slaughtering. According to Chachamim, I don't care. As long as you could sell it and, and you could slaughter it, even if it's slaughtering that's not proper, I couldn't kill us. It's still going to be chayaf. So why do I have to separate the, the kilayim and slaughter and the terefa and sell? It could be even terefa and slaughter. Even the terefa, I should be chayav for slaughtering, not just selling. Okay, so it says, So you want to tell me, okay, I hear your question. So you want to say that's the bishimon, if it's the bishimon, look at the first case of the baraita. Ganav kilayim, right? And tevacha, I slaughtered it, right? So, kilayim, according to the Shlakish, according to the Bishimon, if I slaughter a proper kilayim, it's, not, it's, not it's going to be chayav. It's, it's not, it's, it's not, 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 so even according to the Bishimon, why are you specifying by the kilayim only tevicha? You should say kilayim, ganav, tavach, umachar, either one. Why are you giving me only one? Right? Because you should be chayav for both, because kilayim is a kosher animal. Ela, tana tevicha, vewadin lemechira. So you're going to answer back? No. Okay. He wrote one of the two. It's Rabbi Shimon. And he wrote what? He wrote, Ganav kil aim utevacha. And it means, Lav davka tevacha. It means even also mechara. Right? 
according to you, I can tell you also that the, 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 I turn the tables on you, says Eshakish, now back to the Biohanan. And when it comes to Chachamim's opinion, I say the Baraita is Chachamim and say Tana Mechira, When it comes to Kilayim u Mechara, I'll tell you, yeah, it doesn't only mean Mechara, it means Kilayim, it means, I'm sorry, Terefa u Mechara. It doesn't mean only Terefa u Mechara, it means Terefa Mechara or Tevacha. And they're both Chayav, the, 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 not only one of the two. What's he going to answer back now? He says, what? What are you talking about, Eshlakish? You want to tell me that the Baraita, when it says in the Reisha, right? Ganav kilayim utevacha, right? And that means, it also means mechara. And then in the Sefa, where it says, terefa Mechara, it means not only Mechara, even Tevicha. That's what you want to explain the Baradah and say that that's Chachamim? Impossible. If you want to tell me the Baradah is Rebishim on, I did the Tana Terefa Behada, Tana Kilai, Tana Behada, Tana Kilai Behada. Since in the case of the Terefa, which is Davka, it's a Davka case for Rebishim on, because by the Terefa it's only Mechara. It's not Mechara or Tevacha, because because the terefa by the Bishamon of Tevacha is never going to be Chayav. It's Shkita Shena So if you tell me the reason for the, bish, the Baraita is the Bishamon, and by terefa I had no choice, I could only write Mechara, I'll tell you that's why in the Reisha case, where it was Kilayim, I wrote only one. Since I had to write one for the terefa, I wrote only one by the, by the, uh, by the, by the uh, sorry, one for the Mechira, I wrote one by the Tevicha. Okay? Because, I, because according to the Bishamon, you'll never be Chayav for a terefa that you slaughtered. So I had to write terefa umechara. And therefore I'm proving to you that Rabbi Shimon is saying that you only, only need one, not both, right? And therefore in the Reisha, I only wrote one. I wrote the tevicha. But it could be lav davka in the Reisha and davka in the Seifa. Ela i'amat rabbanan. If it's chachamim, who make no distinctions between terefa, not terefa, I don't care, as long as you slaughtered it, you're going to be chayav, then I, don't, I wouldn't separate this into two cases, this baraita. Write this whole baraita as one case. Ganav kilayim u terefa, right? Tevachan u mecharan meshalen tashlumei arba'a v'chamisha. Write it like this. You stole a kilayim animal or a terefa animal and you sold it or slaughtered it, pay four and five. Finish. Watch this. Sell this one. Slaughter that one. The fact that you split it in half is telling you one of those is davka. And which one would it be? The way I want to say it. it's the bishimon. It's the sefer case where it says terefa umechara. It's davka mechara because you can't be chayav for slaughtering, and therefore the bishimon would say that you chayav even for only 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 for selling, even though slaughtering will make you patur. The selling will make you chayav, and therefore the bishimon says eh, this baraita is knocking you out, Rish Lakish. Okay, Kashia. Kashia. has a problem. Not a knockout, but has a problem. He could explain the Baraita the way that he says, which he does. And it would be a Hanan response to him in this manner, which he does. It says, according to you, really, the Baraita should have put together. Okay, but the Tana didn't write it that way. What do you want me to do? Kashia. Okay, fine. Now we're going to go into this, what Ashi mentioned before, that this idea about Rava. That anytime the Torah says the word Se, right? So se means non kilaim. It has to be mother and father sheep or mother and father goat. If the mother and the father, one's a sheep and one's a goat, that's not, that's kilaim. That's not going to be included in the word se. And there's many different laws the way the Torah uses the word se. We're going to see a bunch of them. And now somehow we have to figure out how we're adding back 
Seh, back into the law in four and five. I'm sorry, Kilayim, back into the law in four and five, because it says Seh, should be not included, and we just said it is, so we have to figure that part out. So here we go. Ready? Correct. The word Seh on its own means, it means um, in, 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 in general, right? Let's say in modern Hebrew, the word Seh means sheep. But the Torah, we're going to see, uses the word Seh for either a sheep or a goat. Even though the word goat is Ez, Zim, but the Torah says Seh Kisavim Seh Izim. So sometimes the word Seh in the Torah means goat. So over here, we're saying like this. Normally, normally, and anytime you read your Tanah, you're reading Chogumash, and you come across the word Seh, it means a, a, a um, pure breed. Pure breed sheep or pure breed goat. If I have a mixed breed, if I have a mixed breed, it would be included. Whatever the law the Torah is talking about at that point in time that says the word Seh in it, any, a mixed breed should be excluded. Okay, that's what we're saying. That's what I was saying now. And we're going to see now that there are some exceptions. One of them is our law of four and five. If you stole a mixed breed sheep goat mix and sold it or slaughtered it, you're going to pay. Even though it says the word Seh. And Seh usually means pure breed. Okay, and we're going to see a few other exceptions coming up right now. So here we go. Kilayim, question mark. Kilayim, Seketiv. What do you mean Chayav Kilayim for four and five? Pasuk says, Ganav Shor Oseh. But I stole an ox or a sheep. Seh, magic word. Seh means pure breed. Why am I Chayav for a mixed breed over here? Ve'amar Ava, Zeh Bana Av. Rava says we have a general rule. You see the word say, pure breed. Pure breed everywhere. You'll have to sit, Rahul. Okay. okay. <laughs> By the time you get your we're going to be done. Shani Hacha. Rava says, no, no. Exclusion. There's the rule of four and five is an exclusion. The Amar Kra, oh, Lerabotetakilayim. Pasuk says, Veganav shor o se. The word o is extra in the Pasuk, and therefore it comes to include something else. What am I including? The mixed breed. Okay. Vechol o lerabotu? Question mark. Every time the word, the Torah used the word o, is to come and to include something else, is that what you want it to be? That's what you just told me. Shor o se. Now se means normally no kill ayim, it means pure breed. And they tell me, oh, but the word o is there to tell me to include the pure breed also, the mixed breed also, right? Oh, the hatanya. Okay, I'll prove to you that the word o is not necessarily an inclusion. Sometimes it's actually an exclusion. Okay? He says, the hatanya, listen to the baraita. Shor o chesev. Okay, pasuk. Very famous pasuk. Right? A baby that's born from a sheep or a goat for the first seven days is not allowed to be a korban. It stays with its mother. On day eight going forward, it's allowed to be a korban. It says in the Pasuk, Shor O Chesev. You told me the word O is an inclusion to add something else, right? Says the Baraita, Shor O Chesev, Prat Ayim. The word O over there excludes mixtures. It excludes mixed breeds. It means davka, shor, o, chesev. Okay. And then the pasuk continues. Shor, o, chesev, o, ez. Now, okay. O again. And then the word ez, goat. So I have shor, ox. Then I have o. Then I have chesev, which is sheep. Then I have o. 
Then I have Ayaz, which is goat. Two O's and three animals. Okay? Says the Gemara, Shor O Chesev Prat Lekil Ayim. The word O excludes mixed breeds. O Ayaz Prat Lenidmeh. That excludes an animal that looks like a different animal. What does that mean? Look at Ashi. Ashi says, Prat Lekil Ayim De Pasul Korban. Good? Can't be a Korban. A, a mixed breed can't be a korban. Nidme says Rashi de eno domela aviv velole imo sheba mi ayil verechel vedomela is, which means what? It came from a, a ram, male and female ram, but it looks like a goat, which means it was born disfigured. It looks looks like a different animal. Came from two two pure parents, pure breeds, but what came out? Uh, whatever. It looks like a goat instead. That's nidme. That, that's also pasul korban. So that's the second o. Okay, so it goes like this. Shor means you can have an ox. O is excluding kilayim. Kesev is regular sheep. O excludes nidmer. And ez is valid. You can have an ez as a korban. So you have shor, kesev, and ez. Korbanot, no kilayim, no nidmes. So over here the word o is not lerabot. It's lemaet. You told me when it said the ganav shor o se comes to include kilayim, but over here the word shor o chesev and o is excluding, not including. It knocks out the kilayim. Make up your mind: is o to include or o to exclude? Amarava, no, no, no problem. The word o is parv. It could be meat when you mix it with meat, and it could be dairy when you mix it with dairy. So depending how you use the word, sometimes it's going to include, sometimes it's going to exclude. Okay, okay, so tell me how you know which is exclusion and which is exclusion and which is an inclusion. How do you know what to do? He says, Hacha gabe geneva dikhtiv shor o se she'i ata yachol lehotzi kil'ayim mebenehem o lerabot kil'ayim. He says, look at the pasuk. What do I have over here? By the theft, it says shor o se. An ox or a sheep? If an ox and a sheep breed together, will I produce a baby? No. Sheep, ox, and sheep mixed together cannot produce a child. And therefore the word all is to come to include a child. Because I already know that it would have been, it would have been excluded. Because there's no such thing as a mixture between a sheep and an ox. So what's all for? It's already excluded because it's physically impossible. So the word all comes to include a mixture of an ox with something else and a sheep with something else that could produce a mixture. That animal will be included in the law of four and five. But, Gabe Kodashim, Dichtiv, Chesev ve'ez. Shor or Chesev, those don't mix, but Ez and Chesev do mix. A sheep and a, go- and, a- and a goat can breed and produce a child. So that one is come, Ez, which means, which means, if if the kilayim was already excluded just by the text of the pasuk itself, so the word all being extra tells me, include it. If the kilayim was included from the text, so the word all tells me to exclude it. So what I have, ganav, shor, or seh, since the kilayim is already excluded because they can't produce a kilayim, so all comes to include the kilayim by the pasuk of the korban where it says chesev o ez, since those two could produce a kilayim, the word all is to take out the kilayim. Boom. Parf, the word O is parf. Depending how you use in the pasuk, then I know what to do. Include it or exclude it. Good? You with me? Good. Okay. I think we should stop here because now we're going to start the next daf anyway and it's in the middle of a piece. It's a, it's a 
it's a, it's a valid pause. So we'll pause right here. Okay, we'll stop here and continue tomorrow. Same time, Bezat Hashem. 7.45, uh, my time. I don't know what time it is by you, but have a great day.